Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season, season three, three of Better Let, Let Me Tell, tell You. you. Blake Lewis from American Idol. Oh yeah, that's that's from ADD, right? Yeah, Audio Daydream. Yes. Yeah, he was really good. I really like. He beatboxes better than Justin Timberlake, but I know you can't say that to the masses. You just did. I did. You just did. I guess we're recording. <laughs> we are recording. We are recording. Well, with that said, welcome to episode one eighteen of Pero Let Me Tell You, everybody. <laughs> Buenas caballeros y damas. <laughs> one eighteen. Here we are. One step further from the party. The, uh, the 90s band? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, w- the, the party's going to be headlining with uh, California Dreams. What was your name? The Dreams. The Dreams? The Dreams, yeah. yeah. That was a great song. Uh, whatever. That that album was not bad. The first season album. What, of The Party or California Dreams? California Dreams. Dreams. But I'll see, this theme song the was theme great. Song so Actually, phenomenal. you know what's really funny? You would enjoy this. Hello, listeners. How is everybody this week? You know, we always start with some gibberish. Yes, or so, end as last week. So, my my mortgage my mortgage servicer is Mr. Cooper. Mine too. Your too. Mine too. And every single time oh, that I, I was up the bill, I would go Cooper. If only it was delivered by En Vogue. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? I haven't really called them. That if you call them when they put you on mute, it's like that's it, the, it, it's a theme song to or, Mr. Cooper, or the, or, or more subtly because people won't like if you get it, you get it. But if you don't, you don't. The whole music is just funky divas. <laughs> the whole album, you make the connection on a right? loop. Yeah, you have yeah, to, you have to yeah, make yeah. it on your own. Yeah. But that, every single time, I'm like, Cooper. Do you remember that the pilot episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper was shot in the Growing Pains the house? The Growing Pains house. Yeah. Yep. And Ellen Thick comes out. At the beginning, before the yeah. show starts, to get yeah. the family portrait. Yeah. It's so funny, because that show started off with like him and Vanessa. Do you know what happened with that show? I don't know. You know what? I, okay, I, I, so it was him. It was like a vehicle for Mark Curry. Right, because he was a comedian at right. the time. And, and obviously they put Don Lewis and um, Holly Robinson. And Holly Robinson. And it was supposed to be kind of like the black version of, of, Three's Company. of Three's Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't work out. Oh, that's why they got rid it, of Don Lewis? That's why they got rid of Don Lewis. They it didn't were work out. the show. Yeah, they, it didn't work out. So then that's why they brought in Raven Simone and I guess her and mother. Her or, mother, I forget what her mother's what, name was. What? Georgia? <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember Raven Simone. For some reason, I want to say Khadijah, but I know Khadijah was Queen Latifah on Living And Single. they changed it. I'm like, oh, but they got rid of Don Lewis. Like, Don Lewis left a different world to be on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> it's okay. She's she's done voiceover work. A lot of voiceover yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, but I used to love that show. She um she does a lot of voiceover work, specifically on Futurama, and actually she's going to be voicing the captain on the new animated Star Trek uh, series. So she's still like active. Yeah, she's still very active. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that in the intro to Hanging with Mr. Cooper. It's like you, for like a split second because they're all dressed similarly. You don't know which one's in vogue, and you don't know which is like oh that's them, true because uh, they're all together and like they're dressed very similarly, they're like, if not identical. Yeah, yeah, and their hair is like picked up, and it's like okay, which 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 is you know the girls from Hanging with Mr. Cooper and in vogue. Uh, 
the 90s. Ugh, back when we had theme songs. I know, right? What happened to theme songs? Let's Actually, you know what? Let's talk about this. Let's have a moment for theme songs. For theme songs. Let's pour one out What happened theme to theme songs? Sitcom theme songs. I actually... I... Come and knock on our door. <laughs> I think I know what the reasoning is. Okay. From an advertising exactly, perspective. Exactly, yeah. From a marketing perspective, actually, what started happening is you started having longer commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And so you needed to find a place to cut for for additional content. So that's why they got rid of the ending, opening and ending theme song, really. Right. And so that, that is more of the episode. So that way you can still have more advertising space. Right. But the same amount of episodes. So we lose the theme song for advertisers. Yes, you're welcome, America. I don't think that trade-off was fair. It was not. It's because not like I think theme songs were such a big part of sitcoms. True, but notice how now like your Netflix shows and your Hulu shows do have theme songs. Yeah. Because they don't have to they don't have to play that marketing game. Yeah. So they you know they're kind of bringing it back. Now the world don't move to oh. the beat of just one drum. What might be right for, for you, you may right might be right for some. You know what? The man is born. <laughs> He's a, man, He's of a man of means. And along came two. And they got nothing, nothing but, but the jeans, but they got different strokes it takes. Actually, you know what? We should do like a theme song medley of a show that had a lot of spin-offs. Like <laughs> Bueno then I guess we could start with all in the family. It would okay. have to be on the family because on the family spun off the Jeffersons, Maud, a technically Archie Bunker's. Okay, place, okay, okay. So all this family is good times. Those were the, the days. days. Yeah, and then from that you can go into Maud. Men and men were men. Mister, we could use a man like Hoy but Hoover again. That's not the Carol That spun off to Maud. Maud. Which spun um, out, which begat uh, with Mod, times. which was uh, how does Mod <laughs> Lady Godiva was a freedom rider. She, she was didn't a care if the whole world looked. Joan of Arc with, with the Lord to guide her. She was, was a sister that really cooked. cooked. <laughs> Isabella was Isabella the first bra burner, and you're glad she showed up. Oh yeah, and when the country was falling apart, Betsy Ross had it all sewed up. And, and then, then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. I can't and, do the end of that and song. And then that spun off to... Uh, good times. Anytime, anytime you need a payment. Good times. Anytime you need a friend. Good, good times is one of our favorite shows of all time. For me, it's the Jeffersons. And the Jeffersons... You like the Jeffersons more than Good Times? Uh, yes. Because I feel like with Good Times, one of, the th- one of the things the Jeffersons didn't have to do was the very special children episodes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because since they had little kids and, mm-hmm. and good times, you had to at least have that one episode where it's just like, Michael got enough for cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, Jefferson's could just be more adult. And it has, fight me on this. I don't care who. I will beat you. Single best sitcom theme ever is the Jefferson's. Moving on up. Um, I will definitely put it up there. It is like when I hear it, it's instant. Like I'm, to, I'm there. To a deluxe apartment in the, the sky. sky. Do you know that in the Jeffersons, it was when I first learned about the one millionth customer, because <laughs> they have an episode where oh. they're the one millionth customer, where Louise is the one millionth customer at George's competitor's uh, uh, dry cleaner, dry cleaner. Yeah. and that's when I, which. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of a store being doing the one millionth customer thing. Was that like a thing of the seventies and eighties? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I was watch as as I was catching up on my you know it's a living binge last right. week as we as we discussed. 
there were a lot of sitcoms in the 80s where there was an episode about being held hostage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, or being stuck somewhere. Being stuck either in an elevator yeah. or, or a garage. A garage. Yeah. That was yeah. a big thing. But I was, as I was watching the hostage episode of It's a Living, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound any less crazy to say out loud. Um, I was like, man, there was always that one episode where like, you know, either you were having a party and somebody, a robber came in or you were yeah. at a bank and they held you hostage. Yeah. But it made being held hostage look so fun. Well, in It's a Living, they were at the above the top restaurant, you know. Actually, It's a Living, it's Agarabe. Yeah, yeah, they were like terrorists. They were, like, were going to start yeah. shooting people. They were, they were going to kill Jan. Yes, and she didn't care. <laughs> yeah, Jan stood up for the right. Jan stood up for her right to tell her daughter how to deliver a kitten. Yes. So let's see. So <laughs> Jefferson's best theme song. I, I, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, if not the best, one of the best. Another one that's up there, maybe tied for me, but for different reasons, because it evokes a different feeling, is the theme from Who's the Boss? Oh, well, of course. I mean, but that one just makes me cry. And so does the one from Perfect Strangers. Sometimes the world looks perfect. <laughs> in my Nothing old age. Nothing can be arranged. That theme song makes me Sometimes cry. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. Standing tall. Because it's like, you know, it's about like going for what you want. It's a d- different world had a good theme song. I mean, it was sung by Aretha Franklin. That's true. You can't get better than that. Different world was so good. It's so underrated. You know what? Under, it, underappreciated, let me put it. Well, me, I, I remember... Now. A, a Different World was very popular. Yeah, yeah when but it, now when I it feel was. like people don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I think that show obviously... You know what? I'm glad you said that because I would have thought now in the age that we're in, whether it's the Me Too movement, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter yeah, you know how we are, yeah. right? That that show hasn't kind of made a comeback because that show was woke that before show, yeah. woke was being a that thing. That show was Black Lives Matter before Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like they were woke in like yeah. 90, it, 91. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, and I'll that's never, a show that really had an evolution. It re- well, it did. In, in, in how it evolved and it changed it did because i think that it's it was probably one of these shows that yeah so it was going to be a show that was in an hbu well in a fiction a fictional hbu yeah. um but it was probably going to be yeah like the the kids like uh, was, in a was, black college it was a lisa bonet spinoff and right. so it was wacky but hijinks but it spun off into like a very socially conscious show yeah, yeah which much. was um i loved it i that that was one of my favorite shows in the early 90s and like i remember that their um their episode about the LA riots was just That's a, right. that was Whitley and Dwayne's honeymoon honeymoon yeah, yeah it know. was like amazing like how they did it and but even aside from it being socially conscious <laughs> like it was hilarious like oh no it was. I, I thought the show was just so well written and I love love the episode of their wedding when she was Where getting, she was getting married to the other she guy. She was getting, yeah. And and I mean, come on, her mom, Whitley's mom, Diane was Diane Carroll. She was amazing. That's actually Dwayne Wade's mom, Patty Labelle. I mean, come yes, on. I mean, guys. come on, come on. That's actually when I first loved because the thing with Diane Carroll on 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 Different World, different world for our generation. Right. I remember when I used to see her on a Different World. She looked familiar. Right? right, but we didn't grow but up I, with Dynasty. Right, I did. We grew up with Dynasty, but not really. It, it yeah. wasn't of our time. Right. We were too small. But I'm like, she looks familiar, and I always thought she was very, be- like, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because she was almost playing like the comedic version of Dominique. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she just wasn't like an evil bitch. Right, right. But she was playing the, the, the sitcom version. <laughs> well, of Dominique. no, I wouldn't say Dominique was an evil bitch. Dominique was. Well, but she was yeah. an evil bitch in the same in the same vein that all the the 
you're the bitches right of the in show. Dynasty War. Yeah. But I loved her as that's like when I really got to know Diane Carroll. Yeah. Like, it was, she was amazing. I mean, it's funny because, you know, she was a recurring character. Yeah. But, I mean, she was just so good on that show. So, come on. Why is it a different, is a different world on some streaming It's network? on Hulu, I believe. Why is it a different world? I, we, we need to bring back a different world. That's uh, Justice for a different world. Justice for a different world. I mean, great theme song, great cast. Jasmine. Well, they had little reunions on, um... Uh, Casey, Casey undercover Andrew. on Disney. That's right. Because for those of you who don't know, Casey's father was Dwayne Wade. No, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Which of me? Yes, Kadeem Hardison. And all he needed was the glasses, and oh. you know, and then Whitley, <laughs> Jasmine Guy. She did a bunch of um, guest appearances on that show, and they were always taking jabs and like making references to. Okay, Lucky Mucky was on a show starring her, Zendaya. <sighs> We don't like Zendaya. But okay. She's like a young girl. She's not a young girl. She's like in her 20s now. So it's okay for me to say these things. But oh, she's so like just there. She's so insipid. And she's one of these people who's just insipid. But people want to make you believe that she's not. Well, my only... And it's not a criticism of her. I actually... I don't have a problem with her whatsoever. My only thing is that I feel that... I don't want to say that she's overrated. Because that's an insult. I just think that they talk about Zendaya more. Like, like she's one of, like this huge. Because like, when like celebrity shows talk about Zendaya, it's like, right. oh my, it's like a Beyonce. Like, like Meryl was, Streep. Like, like Beyonce yeah. was walking down the red carpet. I'm like, Zendaya. And I'm like, that's what I mean. I'm like, you know, good for her. Like, but, I, I know. no, no hate towards her. Good for her. But I'm like, but what has Zendaya done that people are like. Like I said, <laughs> to that magnitude. Yeah, no, but that's why I tell right. you. If you don't think you think Beyonce's walking down the red carpet, it's like, oh my god! Like I remember, I was watching something on E one time that they, I forgot who they were interviewing. That they literally stopped the interview to go interview Zendaya, and I'm like, she's one of these actors that you know what the industry just decided is going to be a thing, and right. we're gonna have to deal with it. Right, but you know what? But <clears throat> her, Rita Ora, <laughs> you know what? At least Rita Ora tries. Rita Ora really Listen, tries. Rita Ora works for it, okay? Yeah. I'd rather reward Rita Ora for her years of effort. So Ish and I have this joke that we, <laughs> you know, Rita Ora would be in commercials and in red carpets. She was in anything everything, and every everything. magazine. Everything. And Rita Ora was famous in, in the UK and in parts of Europe. And, you know, Ish and I both follow, like, your, the European music scene. So we knew who she was. But here in the US, like, mira that they tried to, like, make Rita Ora happen. Yeah. Like she was the human equivalent of fetch. I mean, she was a freaking 50, <laughs> 50 Shades of Grey. Yeah. She did a song with Ita Chiquita. Iggy Azalea. when she was, like, at her peak. Yeah. Boy, did that star fall. But, <laughs> and it's like... It didn't happen. No, no, thank you. She hosted one season of America's Next Top Model. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. She was like, in, every time there was a red carpet, be like, Rita Ora. And I'd be like, why are people American really know, know who Rita, Rita Ora, Ora is? is? Like, yeah. Who's no. Rita Ora? So, anyway. But again, her publicist earned every dime. Every dime. So, every dime. Bueno, let's move. <laughs> let's actually move into our let's, content. From Rita Ora. To 30 minutes later. So, what do we think about Goya? Oh, Lord. ¿Tú sabes lo que es que ahora hasta los puñeteros frijoles se han puesto políticos? Lo que yeah. faltaba. Yeah. Political beans. Lo... <laughs> They're not as tasty as kidney beans. <laughs> the that. political beans. Okay, so... Okay, so... Let's recap. Let's recap. So the president uh, or CEO of Goya... Yeah. The made, head of Goya. Uh, was in an event 
where Trump was there and he... It was an event. Um, and Actually, give me one second. Cause I, do you I, have his quote? I don't have his quote, but I do have the thing he was there um, for. So it was <clears throat> a... They were having a, a White House Hispanic Prosperity Initiative. Okay. So it was a gathering. And actually, and I will say, I have I actually went to the whitehouse.gov and tried to read up on what this initiative is. I mean, might as well put Rita Ora in there. Nobody's paying attention. Um, but... It was him and a bunch of other Hispanic-owned or Latino-owned, fronted, etc., um, businesses. And I know you're looking for the quote, but I will I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase or recap. Essentially, he, at the end of the meeting or whatever, he said something to the effect of... Oh, I have it here. Okay, great, great, great. He said, quote, We are truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump, who is a builder. Um... We have an incredible. We have an incredible builder, and we pray. We pray for our leadership, our president, and we pray for our country that we will continue to <clears throat> prosper and grow. Right now, that prompted several people to call out for boycott Goya. One of whom, and I don't know if she started it, but I know that she was one of them. Or again, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe she was one of them, but you know things are doctored nowadays, so who knows? Uh, my favorite petulant child. Uh, Alexandria AOC AOC uh-huh. la, la, uh, esa. Uh-huh. 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 that's how I feel every time I see her uh-huh. basically calling for a boycott of Goya because of what they said at this event about, about the president I mean that's in a nutshell what, what is going on so obviously because we can't have nice things this has turned into a you know boycott Goya support Goya you know rabbit season duck season it's basically turned into that I will say, and actually, it's it's interesting because he came out the 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 person. I, we should know the guy's name by now. Um, he did also come out and he said, "Look, I, I, and I, I get people are are sensitive about what he said." Robert but Unanue. he is the president of Goya, mm-hmm. and his grandfather um, was the owner. Found it. Found it. In, uh, but in 1936, he also did when you know after, again, like the next day when he had to come out and make a statement or whatever. He did say that he stands by his comments, and he also said that you know he had been invited for a similar type of initiative during the Obama era White House, and he went. And if another president invites them, he will go because that is the White House, and they are inviting him to, you know, the the White House of of the country. So you know. I, I get that people are upset with what he said, but I will say this. It's one thing for people, quote unquote, to call for a boycott of something. It's quite another for somebody in a position of government to say that without thinking through the ramifications of, you know, and actually Maria Bira Salazar kind of said this, and I, I, I echo her sentiments to a degree. This is a company that employs, I don't even know how many people. So you're calling for basically what, a boycott? So that a lot of people's livelihoods could potentially, theoretically, be endangered. That's a little irresponsible, especially if you are, you know, the AOC Latina be all end all, you know, representation of everything with an enye. Where you know these are companies that are headquartered in predominantly Hispanic communities and employ predominantly Hispanic people. Right. I, I, it feels a little irresponsible for her, for her as a government, you know, in in that level. As a you know a. a- um, elected official as an elected official right you know so I have so many opinions on this and there, there are like many people's are multi-layered mm-hmm. 
obviously he has the right to say whatever he wants. He has the right to like the president, hate the president, whatever. I I think he should have been a little bit different with his words because, you know, whether you like Trump, whether you don't like Trump, whether you agree with Trump or you disagree with Trump, we're in a very sensitive time right now. Correct. And I think that he probably, if I would have been him knowing what's, you going, know, on, what's right. going on and knowing that immigration and, you know... The Hispanic and Latin community right now is very much at odds with this mm -hmm. administration for reasons we could go a rabbit hole down right. to, but we're not going to. Um, I think he could have been polite and thought, thanked the president for inviting him and been polite without having to say, you know, that we are truly blessed. I think part of the problem why people reacted so adversely mm -hmm. to what he said was like, we are blessed to have you as a leader. Right, right. right? No, and, and I and I and I understand. I think that. that if he would have had a more kind of benign, like thank you, Mr. Trump, for inviting right. we feel blessed for, to be invited or you know, for inviting me right. uh to it's an honor to this to be at the White House. Uh, right. You know, as you know, Goya Foods has been uh, it's a Hispanic owned <laughs> business and we have been for the last 80, 90 years, whatever. I think he could have been a little bit more discretionary more on his words. I mean, at the end of the day, he could say whatever he wants. You know, like That's why I want to make here. that very clear. Like he, he could say whatever he wants and That's he the did. beauty of the US. He did, yeah. Right? I just me, I would have probably been a little bit more discretionary with that going on. You know, with, with what's going on with the Trump administration and immigration. Um I think he said what he said and he has a right to say it. We have a right to criticize it. Mm -hmm. And you have a right to boycott it. If you want to boycott Goya because you think that that is the best way of you expressing your disarray and your anger towards its president and... Um, and what he said, then go do it. Knock yourself out. I, I, I will say this. I will say know. this though. If you're gonna boycott though, guys, boycott moving forward. Any products that you have, don't throw them away. There are homeless people out there. There are organizations that will take your donations. My, so don't, my, don't throw shit my away. My thing is that, you know, and we've discussed it here on this show. Uh, I am not big on cancel culture. Well, not, um, neither of us. I think cancel. I think there's certain things that should be canceled and are canceled when you know, when they are appropriate. But as a whole, I, I I think cancel culture is a very slippery slope. And again, he is not just a company president or CEO. He is the owner of that company, so he's not going anywhere. So again, yeah, a boycott no of this company could. Adver you know, affect adversely those workers yeah. that work in plants that probably like have, you know, minimum wage, that most of them are Latino. You know, the those are the people that this could potentially hurt. Yeah. I think there I think there's probably a different way. Again, if you want to boycott Goya, boycott Goya. Knock yourself out. You know, and <clears throat> listen, I, in 118 episodes, I made it very clear, I am not a fan of the president. Uh, well, we both have made it clear. We're not fans of the president at all. That's to put it nicely. So if you want to boycott Goya, you have every right to boycott Goya. If you think that what the man said is terrible, you or have if a you right want to go and that. buy 18 cases of comino. Right if, right. if you want to buy black beans, you know. So they come out of your ears. Go do it. Right. You do whatever. You do you, baby. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, when the problem today is that because all of us have a voice through social media, right. you know, we all want to be activists. And being an activist is it's a multi. A, it's, it's not a, a hashtag. It's a multi-layered 
position to take on something. And it's not... You're not an activist because you boycotted Goya. Or you use you're, hashtag right. You're, you're an activist when you dedicate a substantial portion of your life to, to a, cause. a cause, right? That is what activism looks like. Activism is not one act. It's several acts put together which right. lead to change, right? right? And... You know, Goya is a company that has a lot of philanthropic. Um, well, during this time, they were donating a lot of food. They and- were so so. You know, and the reason I bring that up is because, and this is now on both sides, right. because okay, we have to boycott Goya, we have to boycott Starbucks, we have to boycott Walmart, we have to boycott Target, we have to boycott oh, Chick Fil A, we have to boycott Nike. Okay, so how many people are we boycotting? Like boycott this, boycott that. Right. It's like it's it's mind boggling. Yeah, we've become I, the million the the one million. So moms. it's like. This is not probably the best way to go. So I I don't believe in cancel culture. I think cancel culture, you enter a very slippery slope that is just, you know, you have you're canceling people a lot of times that either shouldn't be canceled or you're canceling it's entities a, it, it, it's that a lot of times that who's gonna be hurt by it is not gonna be who you want. Right. Right. To hurt. Right. right, because the own when the money stops flowing in, the owner is not going to be laid off. What's the worst? He's not going to get his bonus. Oh well, but they're going well, to. What happens off- if the company misses their quarter? They have to lay off people. They're going to have to lay off a delivery guy, and they're going to have to lay off one of the janitors, and they're going to have to lay off one of the you know. That's the thing. You know, we we got to. I, I think it would be as effective if you go to, like, for example, Boya, uh, Boya, gosh, <laughs> Goya's headquarters, and maybe people go and protest, like, you know, Goya, you know, right. uh, this is what the Trump administration is doing to, you know, Hispanics or, and, and or whatever. Whatever happened to a strongly worded letter, you know, and again, I'm talking about a government official, elected official, reaching out. Let, let's say like oh, Esa, you know, reaching out to this guy, as opposed to sending out a tweet, you know, oh, how dare you boycott Goya? How about you know being an adult, which I think is my biggest issue with her. She's incapable of that, and saying, hey, I'd like to have a conversation with right. you because growing up, your brand meant so much to me and my family. You know, it was a staple. Right. And I would really like to have a conversation with you because you do so much for the right. Latino community. Right. Look, I think I think that the people that are, want to boycott Goya, the, the intention is in the right place. And, you know, and I certainly agree with why they're doing it. I just think that, unfortunately, if there is a negative ramification on the company, it's not going to be on the higher ups. It's yeah. going to be on the lower, the, the yeah. lower and the lower wrong. Yeah. And... You know that that that's what I was actually thinking about. Well, speaking of canceling, did you see who else got canceled this week? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. I have a huge issue with with him. Well, but do you know what's interesting about Nick Cannon getting canceling? Well, he seemed to have a little bit of a Kanye moment. Well, there. he got canceled by Viacom. Yes, but he didn't get canceled by Fox. By Fox, right? So Nick Cannon, in his podcast, <laughs> um, made some anti-Semitic remarks this week, right. and it's funny because I saw a video of it but you know that nick cannon is very off the wall so you could tell he was just saying something and not yeah thinking. he was like rambling that i right. like saw it three times i'm like what is he talking about like it, that's it, what that's what it sounded kanye-esque right to me. because it wasn't like, exactly it wasn't like you know how you know when you hear something right, racist right, 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 or bigoted right, right. you're like oh my god did that person just say that right i listened to it like three times i'm like de que hablan? <laughs> and then after when i when i read what the context was i was like oh, oh. 
Yeah. Oh, oh. I was like, oh. Yes. But but right off the bat, I'm like, this is Nick Cannon on like the Nick Cannon high. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, he put on that <laughs> turban that he wears on Masked yeah. Singer. And <laughs> that I'm like, pero, pero de que dice este niño. So what is it exactly that he said? He said, he, or, well, or to paraphrase. Well, he said, he did the whole, you know, the whole terrible stereotype that, you know, Jews want to r- r- rule the world. Okay, you know? got it, got it. Got um, it. Now I thought about who run the world. Jews. <laughs> he did. He went down oh, sorry. that hole. I was singing the Barbara Streisand remix. <laughs> he went down that hole. You okay, know, okay, okay. Stupid route. And then he was saying, I don't know, something else of like, when you're like somebody who's been oppressed, but you don't have melanin, you become like the animal. You become like the oppressors. Uh, something like that. That I'm like, but like, you still don't know, and you've seen it like four times. How lying? Like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and then, you know, he went back and he was like, you know, they're trying to censor me and stuff like that. He later did give an actual apology. Yes, but my issue here is that the apology, from what I read, Viacom gave him like a couple of shots, issue an apology, issue a statement, and he didn't. And then they let him go. And then he issued the apology. <laughs> that is why I feel like it is... Again, I'm, I don't pretend to know what is in Nick Cannon's head or anything like that. But because the apology only came after they fired him, mm-hmm. I don't feel it was sincere. Okay. Well, I mean, I think what's interesting in his because is Because if he didn't chance to be like, dude. No, no, no. I understand. I just think that what's interested, interesting in his situation is that... Again, Viacom, which is a huge entity, you know, MTV and all that. CBS, yeah. CBS canceled him, but and uh, Fox, Fox did not. Did not. So I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first time we see somebody, you know, who gets canceled that like does by one true, network or true. one entity, but not by the other. And you're talking about big entities. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, and I think you're right. I can't recall a time where. Excuse me. Where it's been like, okay, you're gonna get fired from here, but you can still go here. Um, and again, you know what? We're, it's still happening. So for all we know, you know, Fox may come back and, and say no, thank you, because the mass singer. I mean, granted, by its very name, you would think they could do it during Corona, right. but I don't even know when it's coming back. Right. So they may feel like we don't have to make a decision yet. Let's hold off and right and see what happens. Oh yeah, not not to like backpedal, but <clears throat> hey, when we were talking about the whole Goya thing, <laughs> I forgot to mention the terrible which we posted on our Instagram picture of Ivanka Trump <laughs> okay. with the Goya can, and then Trump with the Goya can. Okay. It's like Ivanka Trump. Do uh-huh. you want us to believe? Jamás en su vida esa mujer ha visto una lata de frijoles negros. Yeah. She probably has no clue what it is. I'm a favor. Please. Okay. Please. Please. Your mom is from the Czech Republic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not even by that end. Yes. Like, like not even. Not, not even. even. I'm so, a favor. So, when I saw that picture, that's why I posted on our Instagram. I'm like, I know what she's trying to do here. First of all, she shouldn't be doing that because that's a major violation. <laughs> Let me ask Ethical you about violation. that. What is the violation? I, well, the I, violation is when I, you're a, a government employee, especially of that magnitude, mm-hmm. you can't endorse or favor a brand. Okay, that's that's yeah. It's an ethical violation. That's like an actual violation. Yes, it, it's an ethical. Oh, okay. It's 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 ethical. It's not criminal. So or, it's something you just shouldn't do, quote unquote. Yes, you shouldn't. I mean, you, okay. you're. But why stop now? Right. Um, and then Trump took 
a picture of that picture. That picture of him in the Oval Office. That picture is hilarious. Que goya. In the Oval Office of the United States. Iba a entrar un pomo de adobo de goya. Sin estar elegido, Marco Rubio. Yes. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that the that the, <laughs> the highest city, office in the land, the, name of the desk, the resolute desk, because <laughs> you know there's different desks for the president. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, there's different desks. There's like a five or six desks that exists for the president. Like, for example, like um, you know that famous picture of John F. Kennedy where Junior was like playing in the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had like a trap door. Uh-huh. That's the resolute desk. So there's like different desks. Oh, and they bring them out. That different the president. presidents have used, and they're in storage. So when you become president, you can choose. You can choose which president. <gasps> oh, cool. You want. Who was ever going to thought that the resolute desk in the Oval Office of the United States con una lata de de, de frijoles negros? De frijoles Adobo, you know? I think that was probably Behold. <laughs> like, no, Behold is a brand, I think. Right? That, that is not how we thought that no, was going to go down. But you know what? 2020. <laughs> well, yeah. 2020. That's 2020. all we got to say. 2020. 2020, baby. Um, oh, so, <clears throat> as we uh, enter 2020 talk, uh, <laughs> obviously we have to talk about the coronavirus. Mid-year. <clears throat> so... More and more. So Florida. Florida. We're number one. So if Florida was a country, we would be the fourth, the country with the most, in fourth largest country with the most inspections in the world. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. If we were a country. If we were a country. We would be number four. Number four of People infected. Of people infected. Yes. Try harder, Florida. (laughs) I'm not accepting fourth place. Uh-uh, bitch. No. It's like, we will, come, step we that will up. come after, like, the United States. Like, the rest of the, the rest United of the United States. States. I think, like, China. Oh, know? my God. China? <laughs> and then Florida. Step it up, kids. The world's watching. We need to step it up. I... I, Listen, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was telling you We've earlier. talked about the coronavirus for like 20 episodes now. For like, like years, I feel. I don't know what else to say. I, I told you earlier. I'm like, you know what? I just... I give up. You give up on humanity. Well, that. But I give up. You know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to wear my mask. I will do what needs to be done. And that's it. Did, you, you, hear, did you hear who passed uh, uh, mask um, policy this week? Okay. This is, shit's going to get really interesting. Walmart. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So to enter Walmart now, no matter what part of the country you're in. You have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. So what is Karen going to do? I don't know, but I mean, listen, even a mask could not get the mayor of Hialeah into that conf- that news conference. Oh, you saw that? Yes. <laughs> Poor Hialeah. Our beloved Hialeah is always getting snubbed. Hialeah should have been there front and center. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Walmart. But Walmart. So Karens around the country. Karens and Chads. Are going to have a really hot, tough time. You know what? Did you? Oh my God! Did you see the the video? This should almost become like a segment where we just talk about petulant adults. Yes, you know the COVID. In this week's Karen. In this week's Karen corner. Did you see the one of La Vieja? I'm assuming it's La Vieja because they had they they blocked out her face, so I can't see it. At the Costco, the guy with the red shirt. No, 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 no. This was a lady. She was walking in, and as she's walking in, I mean, it's Costco, so to begin with, you know that they have to get your ID. Like you, you know. It's easier to probably get into the White House with a thing of Goya than to get into Costco mm-hmm. to buy the Goya. <laughs> so she gets there. Does Costco have Goya or does it have Kirkland black beans? Oh. No, it's probably Kirkland. <laughs> <Yeah>. Black beans. <laughs> Kirkland black beans. 
Um, so she walks in, and the lady at the door, you know, the, the employee tells her, ma'am, you need to wear a mask to come into, into, into the establishment. Oh, well, it's a free country or whatever. And she's like, I understand that, ma'am, and you're right. It is a free country. She was very polite. Like, I'm going to show you the video afterwards. Yes, you're right, but this is a private company. This is a private building, and that is our rule. Oh, I don't want it. I'm going to return this over here. Ma'am, she'll be more than happy to assist you if you put on a mask. Here, I have a mask for... Like, she's here. Bueno. Eventually, the lady sat down in the middle of the Costco entrance. Oh, really? She sat down to wait for the manager. And the beauty of it is... Old Lady Karen called the Old Lady Karen... And the beauty of it is, no, she didn't call the manager. The girl at the door, eventually she got to the point, and she was polite to her the entire time. But she got to the point where the lady even said, oh, I want to cancel my Costco membership. And she's like, well, I can absolutely help you with that, but you're going to have to put on a mask so we can go to the, to the <laughs> counter and do yeah. it. And she's I want to speak to a manager. She's like, no problem, man. Where would you like, I'm going to have you wait outside. No, I'm not going to wait outside. Okay, but you can wait here. And she sat down in the floor, and the manager came, and he's like, ma'am, what's the problem? She's like, I came to return no sé qué cosa. And the guy's like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. Is that what you want to return? Here, just give her her $10. Bye. But you're not coming in the but store. But you're not coming in the store. Right. Good. Bien hecho. Good. Good. It's funny because, like, the whole thing with Walmart um, and a lot of these, like, right-wing pages, there's people who are posting stuff about Walmart. Boycott like, Walmart? Boycott Walmart. And they're like, we are never going to Walmart again. I'm like, not even, not even you, you can say that, that with a You don't even believe things. that. You, you don't know, believe that. When those rollback prices come in. Listen, you can't refuse a bargain. <laughs> yes. Okay, when that little whistling smiley face yes. locks down Especially the price. Especially now during the coronavirus. Uh-huh. Like, you know, not, not yeah. everybody has. La cosa no tampa target. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, no, time, it's time for Walmart. Yes. <laughs> you know, with rollback prices. Both forward, you know. Yes. Yeah, it's like, who could, who could resist a rollback price bargain? <laughs> Please. You know? But people are, we're going to boycott Walmart. I'm like, oh, you know, there we go. Cancel culture. Right. It hits, it hits both ways. It's, Only it's, because, and the beauty of it is, again, it is a private company. It can establish its rules. Right. Again, so, I said it before. No shoes, no shirt, no okay, service. So I don't like wearing a so, shirt. Okay, so there's something else I really wanted to bring up. And how is everybody? How is everybody? Happy Friday, We're everyone. In at the, about the midway happy, point happy, of our happy, episode. Happy Friday. Is yes. everybody having a good Friday? Which, by the way, if you haven't caught on by now, this is going to be a, a just us episode. Yeah. So, you know. No, but right. But by this time, we would have already come to you know, our guest. <laughs> but let me tell you. And now we're sitting with the wonderful... <laughs> Justin, you know, since we're doing a check-in. Right? Fulana. Since we're doing a hey, check-in. Hey, Fulana. Um, oh, my gosh. Totally off topic. Do you watch Do you have Antena 3, the Spanish show? I don't. I mean, I know what it is. I've seen it. So, you know, my parents are obsessed with Antena 3 with Spanish, you know, Spanish a, yeah, television from yeah, Spain. It's a channel from Spain. And um, there's this game show called Pasa Palabra. Okay. Okay. So I think you've started so telling me So it's really this. good. It's two contestants. Okay. And they have to go through the whole alphabet. So it's like A- you know, el nombre de un, manzana. No, <laughs> <laughs> el nombre de una autora que escribió tal libro, ta ta ta. And right, like and ah, eh, B. Eh, you know, they'll, they'll throw at it, but usually it's like very hard words. Okay, even though we speak Spanish. You Our vocabulary to, yeah. is in Spanish is not as vast that we could play that game like that right. because you have to be like. If if time wasn't a, an issue, like I could probably get most. But of you're them, timed, yeah. But you're timed. Bueno. The, there's an audience okay. and the, right. show, the shows are, are live right, right, right. and what they did was hilarious so in the audience they have real people but there's like you know 
three or four people. Oh, so they're them. still doing new episodes. They're doing new episodes, but you know what they did? So they'll have like one person and then they'll have like four or five empty chairs okay. and another person. Okay. And then in each, you know, each row, row they will have them. Mm-hmm. But in between the two real people, they have cutouts of other people with masks. <laughs> That's yes. brilliant. And I was, you know, and I, the first time I, you know, the first few times I was watching it, I was like, you know, especially Spain got hit really hard yeah, with the yeah. coronavirus. And I was thinking like, ay, que extraño que en ese estudio, you know, which a recording of a show, as we know. As we know, yeah. Takes hours. Yeah. You know, and tienen, you're crammed in there. toda esa gente ahí sentada sin moverse. Yeah. And I'm like, pero no se mueve ninguno de ellos. <laughs> and I'm like. Are they oh, alive? I'm like, oh my God, they're cutouts. <laughs> it is so cleverly done. Like, it is so good. And it's like real people. And like the, the. The scale of like the cutouts are like oh, so real. It's, it's like yes, it looks human size. Yeah. What sets you off is like they're not moving. Right, because, they don't because when they come to commercial, you know the real people are clapping, <laughs> and, they're like, and then they're just like they're just sitting, sitting there. there. Oh, they're cutouts, but <laughs> but um, yeah. So pasa palabra on antena tres. That was our little commercial. For yes, them. that was our commercial. Break. That was our sponsorship. Um, oh, what I wanted to uh, bring up was. It's just so funny because everything today becomes political. Yeah. As we saw, the frijole. And the coronavirus, as we know, has become political, yeah, right? For whatever reason. And for whatever reason. And not to oversimplify it, but it's kind of become more like a more liberal left stance that is very, you know, um, worried about the coronavirus, wears masks, and the more conservative... Mm-hmm right wing is, is like, kind of like we don't believe in the coronavirus i mean right. obviously we're talking about extremes here but we don't believe in the coronavirus right. the coronavirus is a hoax it's the government it's a hoax it's a hoax it's a hoax right. and i'm not wearing a mask and you know science whatever right they don't want to believe that but have you seen what like the right wing is like told and if you're a right winger you're listening to our show well, you first know, of all, congratulations, congratulations, because that's 100. Well, no, no, because I wouldn't say that we're like a left. I mean, both of you, I consider, well, I'm a liberal. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I always have been. You're not as liberal as I am. No. But, but even in the platform of our show, we're not like. We're not hardcore one way or one the way other. One way or the other. Yeah. I mean, we try to be as center as we can um, and for the sake of good discussion. Right. But if you are like a hardcore, like more right-leaning person, you'll probably know this is true. So... They don't want to believe the coronavirus, so they think it's exaggerated and all that. Okay. But for some reason, right-wing Instagram accounts and like right-wing like anti-liberal accounts are totally up on the Wayfair thing. You know that the oh, Wayfair thing the- is true. There's no evidence of it. None. It's all circumstantial. There's no. Re- I have to say, when I first saw it, and for those of you who don't know, basically there was three escaparates, right? Mm-hmm. Like three storage containers yes. that were like ridiculously yes. priced. I mean, again, they were like industrial grade storage containers, but it was like fifteen thousand dollars, thirteen thousand dollars, and. Proof that we are staying home way too long and the country needs to get back to normal. Somebody made the connection between the name of the storage shelves and missing children. I would have never even known where to start. Yes. And so the whole conspiracy is that they were basically sex trafficking these children. Yes. To the point where Wafer had to take down the My cousin showed me a bunch of like the expensive like stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, a a lamb called the Madeline that was like $15,000. It was a chandelier. Tú te imaginas que tú tienes un chandelier para tu casa y se te aparezca una una chiquita named Madeline. (laughs) Hello, I'm here from Wafer. Okay, but the point is, the point is, 
So right wing people are like, I mean, I'm talking about like really hard, like nutsy, yeah, right like, like nut job, yeah. Are totally up on the Wayfair thing. Totally, but that doesn't surprise me. Up they, on the Wayfair thing, but that, that they me. will believe. They will believe but that the Wayfair surprise thing. Surprise me. These but, are the same but, people of Pizzagate. Exactly, exactly. The Wayfair thing. Yes, the Wayfair. Wayfair. I I've ordered from Wayfair, and I'm here to tell you that what I have no ordered. No children showed up. No children showed up. Okay. But how has, expensive has was your order? Maybe my sister-in-law I, has ordered half the house from Wayfair. Because I don't think they send you children for less than ten thousand. And she has, you know, she has bought all. She spent a lot. Actually, I got got a call from Wayfair this week. Oh really? Yeah, because what I ordered for oh, Tristan's yeah, yeah. room was from Wayfair, and I got a call from Wayfair asking me because I put it on the company card right. asking me if I wanted a company account, and I was like, no, because I don't really order oh, that okay, much. Okay. From Wayfair. So I spoke to Ooh, you spoke, the oh, ring. You spoke to the ringleader of yes, the child sex yes. ring. Maybe if I would have, you know, continued. Maybe if you knew some code But, but that's, that's like the audacity of like where we are right now Darian, in a world that people, people will believe the Wayfair thing. And again, it's all circumstantial evidence. At most. It's a coincidence that there is a girl named Madeline that disappeared and there's a lamp that's called the Madeline. Like, right. They will believe that, like, yes, Wayfair is sex trafficking and, you know, Epstein and all that stuff. But no, COVID is a lie. COVID is a lie. The, the science, no. Like, what do you mean science? No, Fauci doesn't know anything. <laughs> Fauci is un estupido, you know? Listen, like I told you earlier today, well, about a string that I saw on Facebook. It's fascinating to me that people who we personally know are incapable of stringing together a two-word sentence mm-hmm. have decided that they are now authorities right. on science. Right. Yeah. Scientific things. Yeah. 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 No, you, <laughs> you know, know, you know what else I found really and you funny? Can't ar- and the thing is you can't argue with those people because the minute that you argue <coughs> with conspiracy theorists, the lack of proof becomes the proof. Mm-hmm. Because then it turns into like, well, of course you can't find it. They don't want you to know. Right. That means that it's out there. It's like, I, I don't even understand how to start to have like, this conversation I because like, yeah. I can't, because I, 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 okay. That's like, this is a little bit off topic. There's somebody that we follow that posts these ridiculous memes that they posted, uh, they posted something. And again, it's like from one of these like crazy, like right wing things like that. Instagram things like the Wayfair thing, yeah. They posted something like a quote that Mel Gibson gave like 10 years ago saying that like, um, oh, Hollywood yeah. had a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and this person, like, this person put, this is why he got canceled and thrown out of Hollywood. No. And I felt like responding. No, sweetie, he got thrown out of Hollywood because he was caught on tape, uh, saying anti-Semitic Jews and <laughs> saying things and that were anti-Semitic things. things against Jews. And this was recorded and he denied the Holocaust. That yes. is why he got outshone from, <laughs> but you know, you can play fast and loose with whatever facts you want to believe, <laughs> but it's just, it's just amazing that like, Look, I, I've said this several times. It's not that I consider myself like smarter than anyone or better than everyone, but you know, I've gone to school, I've read, um, hmm. I continue to try to read. But even whether you've gone to college or not, like, I think that this world that we live in, that people n- now, people f- base very complex. Ish, they 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 make very complex stands on memes. Whether Marian, it's political. The other day, I had to defend. Oh, <laughs> AOC. Yes, I had to defend her. Oh, because of it, the. It killed me. Oh yeah. Tell, uh, 
there's a meme out there. And again, I'm paraphrasing because I can't be bothered to read quotes today, apparently. Um, there was a meme out there that that attributed, it said that AOC had tweeted something to the effect of like, let's keep it going, guys. Let's destabilize the economy so we can win the election in November. And, you know, it was a meme. And on top of it, it said, you know, this is what she, you know, even though she deleted it, this is her true feelings about us and the economy and getting to social, whatever, you know, the usual thing, right? And I was looking at it and I'm like, okay, not only does this look like a bad Photoshop, it looks like a bad Photoshop that was then done on a PDF and then run underneath a car. Like, it doesn't look good at all. Like, it doesn't look authentic. So, in maybe all of a minute and a half, I typed in AOC tweet economy. Snopes came back saying that they checked, you know, in the Twitter database and they could not find like Basically, she did not tweet that out. So I went back, and I've gotten to the point now where sometimes, depending on it, I'll copy the link and go into the comments section on Facebook of whomever's posting something and just kind of just leave the, you know, the proof, right? And the response to that was just like, you know, yeah, but you know, it's just, I mean, either way, it's like something she would say. And I'm like, oh, okay, so now we've gone from this is what she said to, oh, she would have said it anyway. Right. It's minority report. Like it's thought crime. Like, like no, but it's, and, and again, and then these are the same people who will turn around and be like, "Oh, but it's satire." I'm like, "No. First of all, you need to understand what that word means. That word means that you are doing something tongue in cheek. You are not doing something tongue in cheek. You are saying this person said this. Let's go attack. Mm-hmm. That's not satire. That's inflammatory. Right. And I am still upset that I had to defend Alexandria or Ocasio Cortez. But that's what I was saying. People. People follow certain people on Instagram. It's like kind of following... It's echo chamber. We've talked about this. No, no, no. But it's kind of like when people follow like a cult leader or like um, maybe even like some type of religious figure blindly. Yeah. You know, they they follow these Instagram pages where whether it's a liberal agenda or a a conservative agenda, they follow these... Instagram pages with all these memes and all these alleged facts. Oh, did you know that blah, 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 you know? And it's like, they go and they repost it and they, they put it on their stuff and somebody else reposts it. So on and so forth. And they like question, they like, question no questions. There's and no questions. all this, despite the fact that they literally have all of the world's information in their hand, in their hand, in their hand. It's like, I would never do that. Like, I, and again, it's not that I think that I'm smarter than anybody. I question all everything. That, but it's like, I would never make such a bold statement about something without either knowing, knowing it firsthand, yeah. right? Or doing research. Or doing research. And and again, you don't have to like be hours doing research, just a little thing. Like this same week, it took me a minute we, and a half. we had, again, somebody we follow on Instagram that posted something about... Um, executive pardons. Uh, pardons and this person was like oh look at all these presidents look how many pardons they've given and you know Trump has only given like 50 or 52 pardons and you know look at all these presidents abusing their powers and then I kindly and very uh, you know I, I was very politely very, very politely and almost, I, almost informatively I said hey these other presidents that you're saying abuse their powers versus the current president most presidents give their pardons at the end of their presidency, some on the very last day. So when you say this president only has 50 some pardons and look at everybody else, that's actually not accurate because this is still a sitting president. 
That's right. not how I would do numbers. Like right. from an from, he, a, from an analysis. He's still a sitting president. Right. Right. At also, the end, you can uh, compare a four term to an eight term. Right. And, and but whenever the presidency ends, whether it's in four years or eight years, then you can make a comparison. Right. Right. But you can't yeah, say because on the last day. He could come in and pardon right. a million people. Right, but but but, but yeah, there, no, there has been presidents. I'm have, saying that have pardoned, and, that, and that's within his right. Three, four hundred people. That's in within one his day, right. That's right? within his right. Right, and they sign, 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 sign. Idale, right, yeah. idale, right. So you can't. This is not accurate at all. This is not political. This is not you know me. It's it's liking just, someone more than another. It's just saying. That's you know, not an accurate of, analysis. Of fact, you know, analysis, factual, you know, factual analysis. You can't. The, the other president's numbers are finite. Those right. numbers are not changing. Right. Right. Those presidents are out of office. Right. But the current president is still in office. Right. So, but that's the type of shit that people post and then they repost it and they repost it and like, viste. Viste Obama como hizo lo que dio la gana. You know what? And then people talk out of their ass you know what? You and should, say things that aren't correct. You should screen capture that. And then on the last day of Trump's presidency, whenever that may be, find out how many pardons he did and update it and then just repost it. <laughs> I think I may do that. So, yeah, that's the world that we live in. Oh, it sucks sometimes. It's just the aliens. No, but this ready. is better. Let me tell you. Come on. Oh, where are the aliens? <laughs> I have a great little story Ooh. that I want to tell you on air. Okay. So, uh, this week... I was with a client in the office and she started mentioning kind of here and there how um, she had done a lot of work like in Cambodia and like Laos and Vietnam. And I'm like, oh, you 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 have been all over the place. And she's like, yeah, I did a lot of work when I worked for the Heifer Corporation. <laughs> no, you're yes. fucking kidding me. And I was me. like, oh my God. I was like, I don't believe you. I was like, I don't me, believe you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't believe any words yes, coming out yes. of your lying I like, mouth. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, we have a podcast. <laughs> And, you know, we always, I explained everything. I'm like, we always give last Coke a lot of times, like philanthropy, or like, you know, charities. Right, right. And, you know, one time my co-host gave it to the Heifer Corporation. It kind of like as a running joke. Like, I and it's funny because that part I didn't think she found funny because she took her work very seriously. Well, because she's part of the Heifer Corporation, yeah. yes. And I'm like, you know, and I kind of like, kind of laughed at the name of the corporation. So I keep bringing it up. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we do a lot of very serious work. Work, you know, and blah, blah blah. She didn't chuckle at that she part. She didn't find the humor. No, no, no. 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 I'm like, oh, OMG. Let me tell you something. The Heifer Corporation has got a lot of earned media dollars out of us, if nothing else. I is there another podcast that mentions I, I the Heifer think, Corporation? Like we, unless do? there is a Heifer Corporation podcast, I don't think that that's probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, I was like, when she left the office, I got my phone to call you. I go, nope, no, this is no. this is. Uh, We're recording today. It's gotta be live. Today, it's yeah. gotta be live. Wait, what else happened to me this week that I was like, when it happened to me? Oh, I got hit by a car. Oh, <laughs> yes, my bike. Yes, we buried the lead. Okay, so guys, so listen. A lot of times now, you know, since Ish and I have had this podcast for close to three years, we, whether we see something on TV or maybe something happens to us, we kind of hold off telling each right. other specifics on it so we can discuss it here on, on like with the show. my Like with my heart situation in P-Town. Yes. Or like, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, and when this happened, I immediately thought, oh man, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> 
So in the last couple of months since gyms have been closed, yes. I was like, I need to um you, I need exercise. to exercise yeah. because if not, I'm gonna turn up I'm gonna turn up like violet in the Willy Walk. Equidal. <laughs> violet, you're turning violet, violet. I'm gonna need to be squeezed. Oh no. Like a pimple? <laughs> so I got a bike, but I got like a really good bike. Yeah, it's, and it's very lightweight. Yes. I got like a really good bike and I made a, I made an investment and I started bike I started riding and I, I actually I really Kudos, enjoy it you now. Really kept it up. I really enjoy it now. I'm doing like 15, 16, 17 miles and I find it very relaxing because I put um I have a holder for my phone right. and um I put the radio. Right, right, right. Like as loud as I can, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have headphones because if if I, if I have headphones and I'm drive riding, I feel too disconnected to the I, road. I don't put headphones. So, for so I have the speaker, but the speaker is loud enough. Yeah, that's what Jose does because he has a basket in the front of his bike, yeah. so he'll put the little speaker there on his phone, and yeah, that's, we ride yeah, the speaker yeah. is loud enough, and I really, really enjoy it. But now in my riding adventures, yes. if you will, I've kind of like noticed certain things. Okay, and like. So cross, crossing intersections usually is not a problem. You wait. Yeah, it's a light. Yeah. And it's a light and people are stopped. You just got to be careful with the turning lane. Right, of course. It's stopped. Um, you know, it it is it is also legal to ride in the sidewalk because you know how people say like, oh, it's illegal to ride on sidewalks. No, it is legal oh, in legal? Dade County oh. to ride in sidewalks. When I ride in residential areas that aren't don't have traffic, I yeah, ride on the street. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't want to be that dipshit on Kendall Drive. You know, on my bike on the street, holding yeah, off rush traffic, hour traffic, from traffic, like, yeah. because I know that I hate it. So right. I don't want to be that person. So, so the other day I was I was on Kendall Drive and I was on the sidewalk, oh. right? And this person, this woman, was um, gonna leave the shopping center and she was gonna go on Kendall Drive to turn left because. She was gonna go eastbound, okay. right? So she had to cross Kendall Drive, go on the median, and then oh, and go okay, and then it. go eastbound. And the car next to her was going to turn um, right. Mm -hmm. So I saw the car next to, like, I saw the other car, and the mm -hmm. other guy even signaled, like, "Oh, pass!" And mm -hmm. I'm passing. I'm obviously passing very slow. Yeah, yeah, you're not. As I'm passing the car that told me to pass, I see her, and I'm like, she's looking left, and she's on her phone. Está comiendo mierda. Está comiendo mierda. She's on her phone. She's not going to look right. She's not going to look right. And here I'm coming. <laughs> she, you know how you could have like a whole like, you could recite the Gettysburg in Address. Seconds, like, but in a, yeah, mi in a yeah, microsecond, yeah, you, yeah. You, all these things come through yeah, your mind. Yeah. And like literally like a microsecond. I'm like, she's on her phone and she's looking left. But she's not going to look right. And I'm <laughs> coming in her right. And here I am. I am passing her. I am passing her. I'm getting closer. This is happening in slow motion. It's kind of like Ross on Friends. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Ross, you know what episode I'm talking about? When he has that date and he's like, this is the most time two people have never spoken to each other. <laughs> and it was kind of like that. Um, and I'm like, she's going to hit me. She's going to hit me. Oh, look, she's moving her car. She's coming towards me. Oh, no, she hit me. She hit me. She hit me. Um, she, as I saw, she was... But like she, hit you, hit you, or like so or like she was stopped, right? Okay. And again, she, so was she didn't waiting, have impulso. She was waiting for the cars to pass, for right, right. traffic to clear up on Kendall Drive okay. to cross right, and right. make a left, right? So she, um, she, 
she was stopped. And as my bike was in front of her, mm -hmm. that's when she hit the gas. And again, she was only looking left. She didn't look right. She was on her phone comiendo mierda. And she Jesus. hit me. I fell off my bike. <laughs> nothing happened to me. You didn't I, get scraped or anything. Nothing. I fell off my bike. And she comes out running like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, ma'am, you need to pay attention. Claro. You know, you need to pay attention. I was on the sidewalk and you did not look right at all. It's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's funny because like it's funny now. After that happened, and I told a few people, everybody was like, "Oh my god, you should have sued." And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> You're telling me that?" <laughs> Listen, times are tough right now, and I know that you know she you're self-employed. She, she, she was in a Mercedes Benz. Oh my god, you should have sued her for me too. Yeah. So, so I was like, "Really, really, really? You're telling me?" <laughs> Do it. But anyway, so no, but you, didn't, you didn't call a cop or anything. Nothing, so, nothing, yeah. nothing. No, nothing happened. Yeah. So. The point, people, is that <laughs> pay attention. No coman tanta mierda con, no coman teléfono. Tanta mierda con el teléfono, con el teléfono, con checking Instagram while you're Dejen driving. Dejen el TikTok. Dejen el TikTok en eso. But it happened in slow motion. Like, I had a full conversation with myself in that, like, one quarter of a second. I'm like, mira, she's looking left. She's upon her phone. She's not going to look at me. She's not going to see me. This is going to happen. This, this is going to happen. And I'm, I'm going her way. There is no stopping me now. You were like two, just, you were two points, two ships in the night. You were just. This is how the Stockholm sunk to Andrea Doria. Don't you know Wait, that story? what happened to the girl from 90210? Don't you know that story? The Andrea Doria, this happened in 1956. My father remembers when this happened. Mm. Um, they, it, it caused a lot of news because this happened on TV. Like, the ship went down live on TV. Oh, shit. The Andrea Doria was an ocean liner, so it was a passenger okay. um, ship. The Stockholm was a Swedish ice-breaking ship with a reinforced hull. So just imagine. Yeah. And the thing was that the Stockholm T-boned the Andrea Doria. But the ships were not going fast. They saw each other for hours. And till this day, they don't know how this happened. Because it wasn't foggy. It wasn't... Bad condition. Bad condition. wasn't. A, uh, they don't uh, know how this happened. One of the ships didn't speed uh, up. They actually... This sounds really stupid. But I'm, I'm, you know I love ocean liner yeah. history. They actually believe that, and at that time, this happened in the 50s, they had sonar. So yeah. they actually believe that they both thought they were going to move. <laughs> like the Andrea Doria thought the Stockholm was going to move and the Stockholm thought the Andrea Doria was going to move and neither of them did. And that that's the, um, the, the incident where, very tragic, uh, you probably heard, you know, kind of became legend of somebody seeing their wife being sucked out of a ship because where the Stockholm hit is the point of impact of the Stockholm onto the Andrea Dora, Doria was a, a cabin. Oh shit! So it pierced the cabin, and when it went back, it sucked the woman out, and her husband saw it. I got fun. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. But it was one of those accidents. That's like, how did this happen? They saw each other, like, and, and these are not fast-moving ships. Yes, this was somebody like could have done something. Yes, and they actually think nowadays that it was that because. They both saw each other in the sonar. Right, right. There is footage of the two ships before the, the accident <laughs> because they weren't far from land. Okay. Right? So there's plenty of footage. and But they found that there was no communication between the ships. Clearly. Right. So they really <laughs> think that one thought that the other one no, was going to move. move. They'll move. So there I am having this conversation by myself on the bike. I'm like, she's not seeing me. She's not seeing me. She's on her phone. She's going to hit me. Oh, look, I'm in front of her car. Oh, look, she's moving. Oh, she hit me. 
So that was my week, ladies and gentlemen. That's wonderful. That is one absolutely just wonderful. I have a tale <laughs> to tell. Uh, oh, Madonna. So, yeah, on that note. On the Madonna note. <laughs> This has made me very thirsty. Oh, you're very thirsty? I am you ready thirsty. for your last soda? I'm ready for my last soda. All right. Do you want to go first? I will go first. 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 Why, why did you say that like third season Michelle Tanner? I will go first. <laughs> Guess what? Politeness week, week is, is over. <laughs> so we've been binging It's a Living for now two weeks. <laughs> and it's great because there's a season of It's a Living... That it's like takes it was filmed in 1985, so like a very young pre Danny Tanner Bob Saget comes out, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Danny Tanner before he was Danny Tanner. It's back when you know him and Vicky lived in L.A. versus San Francisco. That's so awesome, right? That him and Gail Edwards had a scene together. <laughs> they did, but they didn't because his most interaction there was with um Nancy. But they were in a scene. But they together. were in a scene together. And then yeah, they yeah. would later be on Full House. Full House. So anyway, so actually, I thought of you. I don't know if you saw, um, they posted the the final cast. Um, Juan Pablo de Pache posted the final cast bow. Mm-hmm. She was there. Who? Gail Edwards. Oh, okay. She was invited uh, yeah. to, I was gonna to say, the last wait, episode. Nancy Vivi was there? <laughs> From the dead, yes. <laughs> so, anyway, so my last soda goes out to <clears throat> the to-be-named uh, football team from Washington, but... For all intents and purposes, or yes. Washington Redskins, Redskins, they finally have agreed to change their name. And just wow. for the people out there saying like, "Oh my God, everything's being changed," now. this has been this has been going on for decades. decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is decades. not new. This, this is, is not, not new. new. This has been look ahora. This has been under fire for years. Um, what people have to understand is that you know Redskins. That's extremely offensive to Native Americans. Well, it's called like calling a Mexican a wetback. It's awful. It is one of the worst insults you can give uh, a Native American. But unfortunately, because of the football game, the football team, it's a term that has been normalized. And right. people say, say it back and forth. And, you know, um, it's, it's part of our lexicon. Mm-hmm. Um, is that too big of a word? No. <laughs> it's not for me. I it's like part it. of our lexicon. And um, people don't know the significance of it. Right. Because it's been completely normalized. But it's a very, very offensive word. And for many, 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 many years, not just yeah. now, um, there has been a lot of controversy for them to change their name. Uh, different Native American uh, tribes have written letters to the NFL commissioners. I mean, mm-hmm. this has been going on for a very long time. They finally agreed to. Now, this week is a blessing and a curse for them because it's great that they're doing this and they're going to do the right thing. Right. But they also now are in the middle of a sex abuse scandal. <laughs> Oh, so no. that came about this week. So we'll talk about oh, that for another I day. Heard about we'll that. talk about that for another day. But for right now, we'll focus on you know the organization finally moving, uh, changing the name. You know the NFL is very complicated right now because the NFL has been very controversial with, for a lot for, of years now. For a lot of years now, um, for different reasons, and you know if they would have only given the guy a chance. I mean this about Colin. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't have given him the shit that they did. Maybe a lot of the stuff that wasn't that's happening now wouldn't have happened. Or or a little lessened. So, you know, um they they have the NFL in particular has a lot of uh, mending to do, yeah. to put it nicely. 
and I think that this is one of the ways that they could start. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And they've been trying in the last couple of years. I know that they've, um, you know, they have now a domestic violence initiative. They have an LGBT partnership. So, I mean, to their credit, they're not just saying, oh, well, you know, they're, yeah. they're kind of trying to do something. So it's funny that you, you gave it to the Washington uh, former, soon to be named something else, Redskins, because mine is also sports related. The Heifer Corporation? It is. They are branching out into hockey. They are. They are, but field hockey because, oh. you know, a cow can't skate right. on ice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm actually giving my La Soda to Sports Illustrated. Mm. And I know everybody right now is saying, really? Sports Illustrated? You don't do sports. But I do like the swimsuit issue. And this year's swimsuit issue is actually going to feature the first transgender model. Oh, okay. Um, Brazilian by the name of Valentina Sampaio. Double picture? Yes, Valentina Sampaio. Um, now, she's not on the cover, but she is being featured in it. Wow. And, and obviously, you know, that's a huge step forward. Um, and, and it's interesting because you really actually stop and think about the swimsuit issue. And for as much as, you know, it's the models and the Giselles and the this and the that... Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit issue, has actually done a lot in terms of putting different types of women in front of of its readers. You know, for the longest time, it was not just about the bikini babe, but it was the athletic girl. You know, it was your Christy Brinkley's and your Kathy Ireland's. You know, these were not women who were just pinups. They were actually athletes and, you know, they they were active and things like that. So I, I would say that this is probably in continuation of that. Uh, uh, of that. You know... Okay. Hell is going to be arisen by some people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Mm. I am certain. But you know what? I mean, good for them. I mean, uh, that's. But awesome. you know what? I'm glad that, that they're doing that, it. I think that that is what real progress looks like, right? Correct. Because you know what? You're absolutely right. If anybody's going to have a boycott SI hashtag, it's at the very least who we think is the customer base of Sports right. Illustrated. And they have essentially said, I don't give a fuck. You know, right. this is a beautiful model and she's going to be in the swimsuit. You know, it's, it's so funny because we say this all the time that like, you know, people just mind your own business and yeah, people cares? be people. Right now I'm watching Billions and you know, there's a trans character. Well, no, not even. Well, she, she's well, it's not even tra- non-binary. Non-binary. trans. I'm non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the non-binary. And I believe this person is non-binary, non-binary in, yeah, no. in real life. Yeah. They are non-binary. I can't get there yet. I'll well, say but, but let's, I'll say person. I'll let's say person. try to say say correctly. But I only me confundo. But it's funny because the issue has been addressed, but it hasn't been addressed on the show. Uh, when they are interviewed, mm-hmm. you know the the guy interviewing them, which Bobby Axelrod, which is a badass. Um, you know he's like, you know, Bobby I, Axelrod is a which actor? This the... guy that was on. Yeah, Homeland. Uh, see. Okay. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, 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 but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The redhead. The ginger. Si, si, si. Oh, yeah, because mira, Paul Giamonti is an actor. Tremendo. Powerhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's. This guy, at least in billions, blows Paul Giamonti out of the water. Really? Like, he is on that show. He is amazing on that show. Pero bueno. Eh, when he interviews them, he's like, I know you're different, and I know you see things differently, and that's going to be an asset for me. Because he yeah. hires them based on that, uh, that they're kind of... They're, what they bring to the table. Uh, they're out of the box, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny because, like, in the show, 
the character is so well written that the fact that they are non-binary is the center of why that person is on the show and well th why that character is the way that character is but at the same time it's, it's not about that, that it's not about that right so that goes to show you that when well written you can have a character like that right. that is represented it's not hiding they right, are not right, hiding right, 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 what right. they are but it's so well written that it's it is and it isn't about it, you know? It's just another character. Trait. It's just another character. Right. And now it's something you don't even think about, you know? Right, right, right. Like, now I, I see the character and I'm like, that's Taylor, you know? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. It, it, it's because somebody took a chance because they didn't have to do that on that that's show. That's true. They didn't have to hire this person. They didn't have yeah. to hire this person. They didn't have to have, um, you know... A, a well, number one, a non-binary character. They didn't number have to two, have a, exactly. a non-binary actor. Right. They, they didn't have to have none of that. Yeah. Um... But they chose to, and they did it very well, and they did it um, effectively. Right, right. And and that's how you make progress. I'm sure there's people who watch Billions to have a problem with that, and I'm sure there's going to be. Yeah. A, I mean, obviously, the Sports Illustrated thing is a uh, because you're talking about a very macho man right, 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 right. Um, environment, environment yeah. consumption. See, see, see. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and you're putting a, a, a trans. You know, woman on the cover. So no, it's not, she's not on the cover. Oh, she's not on the cover. She's not on the cover. She is in the pages, but oh, not, okay. not on the somewhere cover. in the. To my understanding. Magazine. Okay. Well, but, but who cares? That's cover still progress. Or not, that's that's a ton of progress, especially with such with a high profile publication. But you know, that's the way that you get things done. You know, I'm sure when Tyra Banks was the first black that's another, um, there you go female on, on that cover you know a lot of people with. had a problem with it you know so if you have a problem with it you know especially what, people who what, like small foreheads what do I say I have, actually I've never said that on this show that's true you've what never said it what is my famous it? saying when you get mad at something like that you're gonna have two problems getting mad and getting, getting over it. it so you know on that note <laughs> We hope everybody enjoyed this show of our gibberish yes. and our banter. It this was is just what people us. love. It was just us. For so for those of you who say <laughs> I like it when it's just you two guys and you this know this is whatever. our gift. This is our summer gift Here to you. Here you go. So we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. And remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us in episode 118. Um, have a great Friday and a great weekend. All right. Take care of each other, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.